0: Welcome to The Five Count. Here we are. Welcome to it. Damn it. Welcome yourselves to The Five Count. Here we are. Thanks for being here tonight. Done. It's been great all these years. This is episode number
1: 999. Wow. It's a lot of episodes. Uh, I'm just feeling very... Nauseous? Yes. Nauseous and uncomfortable and... Just makes me sort of want to go and lock myself in my bedroom and cry about it a little bit. Um,
0: couldn't we just do
1: that now? I mean, I know, uh, it's maybe. You're amongst friends. The music is helping a little bit, but it's also kind of romantic feeling. It's helping to make you want to cry or Slightly. to want to make out? Both. Have you ever had that happen? That should
0: be the new tagline for this program. Hmm. The five count. It'll make you cry, but also on a makeout. Yeah. That's, wow. That's deep. Something's in the air. Yeah, it is. Tony, we've got a big show tonight. We've got a special guest. Really? An exclusive interview. No way. On episode number 999. Guess who's on the show tonight? Your mom. Yeah, no. Oh, man. Not my mom. I said on the show, not on your life. Oh, yikes. Yikes. Tonight, Ton will be putting on the Ritz with Taco.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. How do you feel about that? I feel great about it. Did you know? I can't wait. I had no idea. Had no clue that Taco was going to be on the
0: program. Finally. (laughs) This This is a long time coming. Yeah, it really is. Wow. What an amazing time i just figured you know wherever ton is that's
1: where fashion sits yeah me <laughs> putting on the ritz wow this is crazy it doesn't even seem like a real show that could happen but oh, here we are it's gonna happen it's happening man i think
0: i is think it's happening. i think we're happening i
1: think we're happening right now oh it's a happening If you're listening right now and want to make sure that it's happening, please give us a call, 507-519-2030. That's the five-count hotline. We have our own hotline? Oh, yeah. That's wonderful. You can call that number. You can text that number, 507-519-2030. If you're in the dorms, why not give us a call? Exactly. Todd, what else do we have going on tonight? Anything? Uh, Just, you know, your loveliness is just uh, gracing everyone's presence right at the moment. Do you think that
0: is sustainable for two hours? Oh, yeah. My loveliness? Yes. Tell me more about my loveliness. Have you
1: listened to yourself at all recently?
0: I can hear myself in my
1: headphones. Yeah, it doesn't do it justice, really. No, because right now I sound like a fat slob. I had to upgrade my entire stereo system at home just to tune you in to the full extent.
0: You have, like, the super expensive setup where it's got, like, bass boost... And then it's got fat slob. And you hit the fat slob button, and I sound like I'm right
1: there in the room with you. (laughs) There's none of that. There's none of that. You need to look up some audiophile videos on YouTube and see these guys. I've got speakers that are seven feet tall, okay? There's multiple 30-inch woofers.
0: Are we still talking about your speakers? Yes. Oh.
1: (laughs) McIntosh, full analog tube amplifiers. 456 band eqs ton you live in a trailer how do you have seven foot tall speakers in your house i fit i fit what i need to fit okay i don't know what that means Uh uh-huh squeeze it in there sounds painful it is sometimes but it's what i gotta do to really do your voice justice no pain no gain Mm Hmm.
0: ton i got all sorts of five count mailbag questions really we might go back in five count history we might just sit around and do nothing.
1: That's fine with me. Feels like I've been so busy lately, I'd like to just do nothing. Busy what? Getting busy? I wish. Man, that's like my ultimate
0: goal these days. No, it hasn't happened. Never trust a big button to a smile. That's what I always say. Oh man. Wow. Have you been busy doing show prep?
1: No. Busy working on stuff and being at actual work and then, you know. You have a job? Playing with kids, I guess. That's kind of fun. Outside of this? Yeah, I've got an actual real job, yeah. Huh. I'll be. Yeah, it's pretty interesting.
0: <laughs> I've just been sticking with this uh, volunteer public radio gig.
1: Really? Is that why you still are just on a steady diet at Tater Tots? No. I guess. The prices w- come up I on wish. Tater
0: Tots. Tater Tots. <laughs> no, it's been a while since I've been able to afford some good quality Tots. Yeah. But uh I do I guess scrounge around whatever I find in your garbage cans. Okay. You don't eat a lot of tots? No.
1: I wish I did sometimes, but I don't I don't know what it is. We don't eat a lot of potatoes in general anymore. This music
0: is very <laughs> uplifting.
1: It's something. It's making me like overly relaxed and also just feel very romantic. Like you want a kiss in the moonlight? Yeah, kind of.
0: Well, you've come to the right place. Oh, yeah. Ton, I got some questions here that I mentioned. Maybe I'll read one to you. All right. Dear Five Count, We all appreciate all the hard work Ton has been putting into his new musical adventure. We're so happy to hear he promised new music released this year. Can Patreon members hear it first? Signed, Clementine.
1: Wow. I guess I never really even thought about that. Clock's ticking, dude. I haven't thought about the Patreon aspect.
0: You got about uh, 10 weeks before Christmas time. Man. Are you
1: prepared? I'm getting there. I'm a little bit sick right now, so I haven't been able to lay down any new vocals. And I got to tell you, I've had some weird opportunity recently that made me want to... I'm considering re-recording drums, but... uh,
0: You got to...
1: I don't know if that's... What kind of opportunity? Like Joe Satriani called you? No. uh, Opportunity of a different way of recording them that might be better. In the bathroom? Um, No. (laughs) No, not in the bathroom. Well, Clementine, uh, I really appreciate your enthusiastic interest in this music, and uh, it also scares me a bit, because I really hope I don't let you down, but kind of assume that I will.
0: That's the spirit. (laughs) Maybe that should be the tagline for this show. Yeah. Instead of the making out thing, it should be what you just said. (laughs) Oh. Well, I mean, I don't. I hope I'm going to try not to let you down, but yeah. I probably will. Yeah. I the five count.
1: Will. I mean, that's crazy. I guess I can probably release something first on on Patreon and then and this it's not going to be anything serious also, just to let you know. It's going to be like probably Bandcamp, you know, release, so it's not it's nothing. Nothing crazy. Nothing ultra professional. Oh, I don't know. Oh, man, that music. Don, you want to hear some other music from other people? I do, kind of. I'm really scared now that I'm going to release this stuff and Clementine's going to listen to it and then she's going to write in the the very next week and be like, this is crap. I thought you were going to be awesome and you suck. Well, you have been talking it up a lot. I haven't talked it up at all. I just accidentally mentioned that I was working on it and now here we are. I do feel like if somebody is a regular listener to this program, then
0: they should know not to get their hopes up.
1: Yeah, hopefully.
0: Like, you'd think their expectations would kind of be where they should be Super already. Super low. Yeah. So that's on you, Clementine.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> you should have All known right. better.
1: Yeah. All right, I'll try to think in that in that manner here. What do you think Tony is? Joe Santriani? Yeah, who do you think I am? Anybody? Playing on the toilet? Dude, I have been listening to some crazy music recently, and it's been making me like, hmm, maybe I should record another song, (laughs) like like progressive death metal song. And I was like, no, you don't have the chops for that anymore, pal. Put that to bed. Yeah, but you could always fix it in Pro Tools.
0: Yeah. Just record uh, a a part here and a part there, and then paste it all together. Yeah. People won't know that you just went on a, Took six weeks to make that instead of just yeah. going on one crazy three minute guitar solo.
1: <laughs> it's possible, yeah. Actually, that's a really funny thing. I was talking to someone about that a, uh, in person. They're asking me about uh, this music and, and, you know, how I'm recording and stuff. And we got in that discussion about, I think, um, even though I'm recording like all digitally, I'm not doing it like the way people do it now like I'm still being old school and doing it the hard way which is I try to record every part to my entire song in one take I just like I'm playing it as if I'm playing live but it's just me counting in my head and playing the whole thing trying to do it all in one take and then I do a solo over top and you know like double my guitars and then I play bass over it and You know, it's like not even, it's ridiculous. That's kind of how we
0: do this show. Are yeah. you saying we could have been punching in better stuff this whole time?
1: Yeah. Like if I was smart, I could have just played like a few riffs and then, right? Just like copy pasted it and I'd be like way done.
0: Or on this show, on the off chance that I say something stupid, could I just- could just go back and punch in and. Yeah. Say something slightly less stupid. Yeah, yep. like Nobody would know. Just fix it all in post. I can't believe we didn't think to do that earlier.
1: Yeah, but we can't do that now.
0: We could do it next week. I mean, you could cough all over. I'm trying not to. I appreciate you waiting until you get here two feet away from my face to yeah. tell me you're sick. Well, I put the
1: fan on. So, you know, blows it around. It's blowing towards me. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, I don't think we could do that. I don't think, it wouldn't be us. It wouldn't be this show if we did that.
0: If it was good, you mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so people, all fixed I suppose
0: the listeners <laughs> people, could be confused. Yeah, they might get a little worried. Yeah, those guys must have been finally kicked off. This sounds actually halfway decent.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so anyway, thanks for the interest. What about that song you asked about? Did you the, want to hear it still? Or? song? Or? No. King Diamond.
0: Uh, what? You want to hear some King Diamond? Cynic? You have any cynic? That sounds made up.
1: Oh, look it up. Cynic.
0: I'm the most positive person you know, son. Listen, Nothing cynical about me.
1: No, the band is called Cynic. C-Y-N-I-C. If anyone else out there knows what I'm talking about, please let us know. 507-519-2030. I was huge into this band along with death back in the days, like in the 90s. I remember going to high school and nobody knew who they were. And I think still no one knows who Cynic is. So again, it's like us. Actually, we'll talk about, let's play some music. And then at the next break, I'll talk, I'll elaborate.
0: Okay. Uh, You're in lockdown. Here is a new, the new single from Cynic. First time ever.
2: Yo, yo Miami, yo California, northeast, west, and south, motherfucker. Yo, check this out, this is dirt gone, I'm here to make you scream. Big baby Jesus, I can't wait, nigga. Fuck that. that, I can't wait. Big baby Jesus, I can't yeah, I wait, can't nigga. Fuck, the that. Can't fuck that, I can't wait anymore. Big baby Jesus, I can't wait, nigga. Fuck that, I can't wait. Big baby Jesus, I yaw. can't wait, nigga. Fuck that, I can't wait. I ain't no actor, my shit's for real, Spot master, If I don't get paid two trillion dollars on Monday I'ma put <laughs> on the Armageddon <laughs> This Monday, really? fuck that till this this a really Nigga, I want my Noah Allen. No. Allen Make it rain, hell, rain snow, bad. and earthquake uh, That's what I'm saying day. Day. Play, play, play that music in your tongue The cocaine got my type, my stuff yeah. Nigga, I'm from the ghetto How many celebrities from the ghetto? What? What? you the say, crazy, what? I'm crazy what? about what? your music really, you crazy, you nutcase, you huh. fucking uh, nutcase baby, Jesus, oh, I can't wait, nigga, fuck that, I can't wait I uh, can't wait, uh, hmm. nigga, fuck that, I can't wait, I know that daddy, I can't wait, nigga, fuck that, I can't wait mm. daddy, I can't wait, I can't wait. Like, yeah. nigga, fuck ah. that, I can't wait, nah, I know oh. that, that. So, Hey, she can box flu a night fever Cancer, mm. herpes, mumps, seizures Diabetes, TB, if you're against me Cops Do don't have a shit whatsoever It ain't no more doctors, ministers Nurses can't give up stuff It won't be electric, won't be churches If your body go against you Whether it's a or whether it's true You can't use vitamin, time's don't work, it ain't lambskin. skin You can't use the word napkin Nigga you sleeping big baby Jesus I can't wait, nigga fuck that, I can't wait Big baby Jesus, I can't wait, nigga fuck that, I can't wait Big baby Jesus, I can't wait, nigga fuck that, I can't- Nah y'all, hold on, hold on, hold on <laughs> I'm Diplo Man, playin' pity pat. Right, I tat shitty cat Cause I have a tat, fuck you up like that You can't stand back, cause you got a yo. scab You, you move, don't know how to groove Bitch, take off your shoes, take up the room. What the fuck are you lose, fuckin' with the dude, Third dog on me in the room Ha, big baby Jesus, I can't wait, nigga fuck that, I can't wait I can't wait to the set. I can't wait. Big I can't wait to the set. I can't wait. Big I can't wait to the set. I can't wait. I can't wait I wait. wait I can't wait. wait wait. wait I can't wait. I wanna give a shout out to Funkmaster Flex and all the DJs across the world. I want to give a shout out to my nigga Luke I want to give a shout out to my nigga Shook Knight To my nigga Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg I want to give a shout out to um 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 What's them niggas, Outkast? I want to give a shout out To um them crazy niggas that, that is part of the world that I've never been to I want to give a shout out To the Eskimos I want to give a shout out to the Submarines I want to give a shout out to the Army, Navy, Air Force Marines You know what I'm saying? Y'all playing my music and the submarines in the boats You know what I'm saying? Play that shit You know what I'm saying? It's called traveling music Busting your ass down Yo, big baby Jesus You know what I'm saying? It's one love I give a shout out to all the women I give a shout out to all the babies All the monsters All across the world Playing high Scott. I give a shout out to all the school teachers I give a shout out to all uh, Oh, uh, myself, big baby, Jesus, fuck that, big baby Jesus, I can't wait, nigga. Fuck that, I can't wait. Big baby Jesus, I can't wait, nigga. Fuck that, I can't wait. Big baby Jesus, I can't wait, nigga. Fuck that, I can't wait. Big baby Jesus, I give a shout out to the Wu Tang, 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 Tang,
3: Tang, Tang, the Brooklyn Zoo.
4: Yes, it's me and I'm in love again. Had no loving say you know when. You know I love you, yes I do. And I'm saving all my love in jail for you. Need your loving and I need it back. Just like a dog when it's going mad. Ooh baby, ooh baby, baby won't you give your love? To you me, any money, money more. Told me, didn't want me around no more. Who we be Who we? Baby, don't you let your door bind me. me
5: hey this is Zach Coltsman from dengue
0: fever and you're listening to the five count I'm
4: 30,000 feet.
3: You seem to be in the skies, Isolation drove you to change your shape. You don't drink the wine, you eat the grey. Now, now, singy singy you're really out of space, but singy Ziggy, would you The man who fell on the world, a cosmic accident. That's why you always twisted and twirled. The human condition never felt right to you. You fight the form like heroes do. Now, now, Ziggy Ziggy, you're really out of space, but Ziggy Ziggy.
1: Hey, this is Joey Balladonna from Anthrax. You're listening to The Five Count. You gotta crank that stuff up.
3: We need a chick.
5: Yeah, yeah. We need a chick who's cool. Yeah. <laughs> we need a chick that's got tattoos on her butt.
4: Yeah, yeah. We need one of those chicks. Like a chick who's older, who's like, done it a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs>
5: We need a chick that used to be married to some dork. And so now, like, she's all wild and stuff. (laughs) 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 This sucks. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's
6: like, it's like it needs to be louder. (laughs) Loud.
7: Just like, worse music. This <laughs> sounds like Warren.
6: But Is it true that you used to be like uh, married to that Bono
7: dude?
5: Bono, Sunny Bono.
7: Is that that dude that's like a cop in San Diego?
5: No, yeah, yeah. no, he was a Palm
2: Springs.
5: He's a wuss. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. He's fucked.
2: Yeah, well,
1: kind of, yeah.
5: <laughs> so like, uh, Sheriff,
6: I heard you're like, you know, into young dudes.
3: Yeah, well, you feeling lucky, butthead? <laughs> you know, all you gotta do is just, uh, yeah, lose, you know, lose, you know,
6: hey <laughs> Hey, Beavis, get out of here! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, butthead has left the building. <laughs> No, he hasn't. He's in the toilet. He's in the toilet. Ladies and gentlemen, Butthead is in the toilet. Yeah. That was
4: cool.
0: We're coming back. Oh, yeah. Wait for it. Oh, now we're back. Oh, isn't that nice? Welcome back to The Five Count. Man. Starring ton. What a nice time it is. Starring Ton as Mad Jack. (laughs) And Dustin as his trusty jackass
1: number seven. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's good to be here. So just to get right back on into it here. Let me see. I was trying to look up when the latest, I guess, Cynic released an album in 2021. Yeah, we just heard it started that last set off with cynic so uh i wanted to actually talk to you about this dust but i was assuming we would do it off air but we can do it on air we're never off air so uh recently there was i think it was recently i don't need to look it up anyway there's a a documentary about the band called death and i think you remember me being into this band right I've talked to you about them. But then... Get this. If you're out there listening, you're not familiar with the band Death.
0: Their singer... He died. Yeah. Didn't S- see that coming. So...
1: <laughs> so... Yes.
0: Sorry. He, just, he took it very literally.
1: But he, he died in like 2001 of uh, brain cancer. So... Yeah. It's been quite a while. But anyway... So, you're you, are you familiar with the band or no?
0: Uh, I know not as much as you.
1: Okay. Do you do you recall? Did I ever tell you like my history with the did band? Did you ever
0: play Death on the show on the uh, few times that I wasn't here and you uh, were? Maybe. Yes. Yeah. That and Maniac Dance by Stradivarius. You okay. played every single time.
1: Maniac Dance. <laughs> Terrible. Okay. So, um, for those who don't know, I mean, the band, they're, they're. I don't know. I mean, I guess they're considered one of, if not the founding kind of band of, of, of death metal, I guess. So, um, I mean, you can look it up. But there's a new documentary that was released, and they really kind of go into the history of the band and about the guy, Chuck Schuldiner, the, the singer and, and really founder of the band, And uh, it's really interesting. And so in the, I don't know, early to mid-90s, I was friends with this dude uh, who (laughs) lived in a trailer and he had a roommate there. And um, that roommate was really kind of a metal head. The guy I was friends with was also into metal, but a lot more like mainstream metal than this other guy at the time. And this other guy told me about these two bands, Death and then Cynic. And he had, you know, discs of them and let me listen to it. And I immediately went down to Ernie Novembers and was trying to buy, uh, you know, a few discs of Death and Cynic when I could. Well, probably tapes at the time. But, um, yeah, so I recall, like, going to high school and listening to these bands. And, and at that time, they were extreme. Um Like, there was nothing that sounded like it at all. And especially for... In regard to the band Death, it was like... It was so hardcore, I thought, that it was like you... Like, people wouldn't... If you played it for people, they'd be like, oh my... Like, you are definitely... They'd die. You are a child of Satan and get away from me. Like, this is not not okay. And I recall, like, being an angsty teen and like cruising the halls with death in my headphones, just waiting for somebody to ask what I was listening to and death on
0: your
5: mind.
1: Yes, and I had I actually got uh Ernie November's was able to order me a patch. I can't remember, maybe I got it out of a magazine, but I thought I got it from Ernie November's. And I had a patch, I had a death patch on my backpack, and that was like. I was, like, representing hardcore because I thought they were so awesome. On your backpack? Yes. Not on your, like, Levi's jacket? No, it was on my back. I had a, a Army surplus backpack, and so I thought that was cool. Like, the flap would come down on the top. I had a death patch, and then under it a Danzig one, and then all these other <coughs> patches. Wow. This is uh, doesn't
0: sound as metal as you probably thought it did. No, does it? What do you mean? Just because it's not a jean jacket? Yeah, I mean, you can't just put patches on my book bag. <laughs> that, there's nothing metal about that. Yeah,
1: it is when it's like an army surplus bag. It looked. What was in your book bag? It looked b your a social Barakas. studies book? No, not really. I was a terrible student. We don't need oh. to get into that business. There was a lot of other stuff that got me kicked out of high school. Did you die? No, I'm still here, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, then you're not as metal as I thought. Good luck with that. So they released this documentary recently, and it was really cool. And I had no idea until literally like three days ago when I watched it that apparently uh, Cynic and and Death like knew each other, at least Chuck. And I think there was even some guys that were in the band Cynic that, that played or at least recorded on some of the albums uh, for Death. And so I had no idea even at the time that they had this connection. Really interesting. Did they die? Uh, Cynic is still alive and well, and they did not um, get anywhere near as popular as Death did. I think they would still very much be considered an underground band, but uh, underground because they're dead. I think they're. Pretty, I get it. I think they're cool. Death is an underground band. They're definitely interesting, but uh, so
0: underground.
1: There you go. They're but dead. You should watch the documentary Dust. You might dig it. You right might, now, you might find. It I might dig it. Out of the ground, because
0: they're dead. Because they're dead. Tons just coming up with all the deadly zingers. Man. So there you go. Were they jerks? No, actually... Because um, I have a question here from Billy Floyd
1: Shouts that he sent to the Five Count Mailbag. Actually, it seems like um, it was a bit the opposite. Like, Chuck apparently had a really nice, like, caring family. His parents let him... Um, practice in their garage and even like into the career of the of the band death where they were like touring and they were like european tours and all over america when they rehearsed for new albums and stuff they still went back and rehearsed in his mom's garage so i think he had a family that was very supportive and uh you know he was well cared for And I think that was kind of a struggle for him because in in that world, and in all the metal world that he was kind of dealing with, it seemed like there was like a lot of at odds there, you know, because you think of a lot of the people might be coming from whatever backgrounds, and his was very different. Not a lot of death metal bands were
0: loved by their moms.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It it seemed like maybe there was that thing happening a little bit, but... Well, Ton, here's the question I have from Billy Floyd Shouts...
0: After his, quote, head-in-the-sand verbal love fest for noted jerk Eric Clapton last week, (laughs) which controversial figure will Ton blindly support this week? Oh, man. Love, Billy
1: Floyd shouts. Ton? He's just a bit of a drama queen, isn't he? Hey, Ton said that, not me. I don't think I did any actual like love or support for the guy necessarily. I thought I was pretty careful with some of those comments. Um, I don't know. I guess it'd be Chuck Schuldiner. He's the jerk you're supporting. Uh, yeah, I don't think he was much of a jerk. But, it, really but it's not Floyd shouts that way. In- <laughs> yeah, maybe it's Floyd. Schultz. Oh, tons about to join that <laughs> band, Death Man, because
0: he's gonna die. Yeah, I could die soon. That. That could be a thing. You seem sick a lot. Is it because of the weird stuff you eat? No,
1: I think it's just... You should from just the, have some
0: tater tots and a burger.
1: I think it's just from having kids go back to school. and I've got kids in school. I sound great. Yeah, but your kid is older and probably understands washing his hands. I, I don't a, think so. I don't do that. I have a two-year-old that still slobbers on everything. Well,
0: I don't know what to tell you ton, but I do know that I want to tell you that we'll be putting on the Ritz here because we have an exclusive interview with Taco. (laughs) Remember Taco? Awesome. He was singing in the rain. Yeah, man. He was dancing cheek to cheek. Did you have that album after 8 with Taco? I didn't. Remember he had the cane and the white gloves? Yes.
1: I can remember what it looks like very much so. I can even remember the videos, but I did not have the album.
0: Well, now Taco is on the show. Tonight, man, maybe right now. That's really awesome, actually. Should we hear from Taco? Yeah, the five count has Taco. Tell your friends. <laughs> We're on the phone today with the one and only musician Taco. Taco, how you doing today? This is Dustin.
8: Hi, it's Taco. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's it's an honor speaking with you. Thank you so much for joining me.
8: Well, hey, it's my pleasure.
0: Well, first of all, what have you been up to as of late? I know you're over in Germany. Are are you keeping busy these days?
8: Oh, yes, definitely. Ever since uh, the pandemic uh, uh, kind of edged out, um, I've been doing a lot of uh, work for my digital channel, my YouTube channel, as you know, and uh, posting a lot of stuff and and making videos. I've been writing music again. I found a new uh, musical partner and uh, yes uh, it's it's been a, l- a lot of fun uh, the 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 followers have been growing and growing at the moment uh, uh we just started uh, a series of reels uh to get people excited about a new uh big uh, digital project that's coming out on the 1st of September so yeah it's 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 worth looking into
0: excellent yeah i know you've been busy most of your life here. I know you started out pretty young and did a lot of acting and uh, theatrical work. How did that lead to, to the music business? Was that a natural flow for you or how did that come about? Uh, yes,
8: definitely. You know, going from, uh, from high school where we did all these musical productions, uh, to acting school, which I started in Germany when we moved here in 1974. um, Yes, yeah, it's, it's been one, one big, crazy passage and uh, at the theater. Um, you know, I got into contact with musicians. We did musicals. We did a Sweet Charity. We did a Chicago, Knickerbocker Holiday, and, and, you know, just hanging out with the musical directors. Uh, you know, they, they, they would take me home, and, and then we'd do our first demos. Uh, or hanging out in in the rock clubs here in the Hamburg scene in the seventies, you would meet you know the whole Hamburg scene, and that's where I founded my first band, Tarkus Biz, and uh, yeah, one thing always led to the other, you know. It, it wasn't having to go out and, and audition and all of that, so yes, it was one big flow, as you say.
0: Well, and then you were still you know, really young when you signed your first record deal, and then. I mean, you are all over the charts right off the bat. I mean, what was that experience like for you being, you know, relatively young still and kind of landing uh, so high on the charts basically everywhere, right out of the gate?
8: Well, okay, that was the mid-20s. I was there around 25, but I had done a lot of work before that, you know. So I had training, I was grounded, and it it didn't knock me off of my feet. (laughs) Thank God, (laughs) because this can be a very tricky business. (laughs) yeah I was uh, I, I got very lucky.
0: And of course, uh, your rendition uh, of putting on the Ritz uh, was hugely popular, and I know we still hear that song all over the place uh, today, even. What made you decide to to record that one? Was it because of your kind of a theater background that maybe led you down that path?
8: Actually, that, that came just by chance. I had um, my first record deal with um, Polydor, a German, a big German record company. With um, a German schlager song, because they uh, voted me in for this um, Grand Prix deurovision, what it was called then, the, the Eurovision Song Contest. And um, what I didn't know was uh, that in my contract it said I had I would have to sing German all my, you know, from 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 then on, and. Uh, I wasn't really into that, you know. For me, it was a good chance to get into the business. I did it, and uh, uh, yeah, and it bombed. <laughs> so I asked the big boss, "Could we please, uh, you know, just uh, yeah, rip up the contract and that's it?" And then I, I actually had to go out and um, and, and really start, you know, uh, thinking about. What am I going to do now? Uh, and uh, that's when I came up with this idea. We had done Chicago at the, at the Thalia Theater here in Hamburg. And, you know, I, those, that was part of my costume. You know, the tuxedo, the slick back hair, and, and the heavy makeup. And so I thought, why don't I do these American standards? But with the Neue Deutsche Welle beat. Which was becoming very popular at that time in in the early '80s, you know, the the, like very heavy electronic music. Sure. And uh, yeah, that seemed to kick it off.
0: Yeah, definitely. Your instincts uh, were right on point. I mean, that song was big, you know, in Europe and then all over the states as well. I'm sure you didn't imagine, you know, a song. Like that, I guess more in the 80s, uh, that style of music, you, you're never sure what would hit on the charts, but uh, that became a huge hit for sure.
8: I, I swear to God, I, I, I was so flabbergasted because when they released it, you know, it was just one of many products uh, of RCA over here and uh, it didn't do anything. <laughs> and it wasn't until Sweden uh, called me over to do some promotion work. Uh, that I realized what had started over there. My my first gig club over uh, over there in Stockholm. Uh, I, I was I was totally blown away. You know the guys were all in tuxedos, the girls in gorgeous gowns, and uh, yeah, they were they were really into it. And then it started the, the whole trip around the world.
0: Well, and it's become so synonymous with you now. I'm not sure a lot of people even realize that it was actually a a cover song, you know, Irving Berlin. Did you ever talk to him about the song or what were his thoughts on it when it became huge again?
8: Well, I actually did have the pleasure of speaking to him on the phone when I was in New York and he was 100 years old at that time and he he was mighty excited because (laughs) he has seen artists come and go. I, I don't think there's any male or female or a singer that hasn't touched that song and, and, and you know tried to make their own rendition. So he was very, very excited indeed.
0: And I know you released a few albums in the 80s and then you really went back to acting full-time for quite a while. What made you decide to make that change? Was it just time for maybe a new scenery? Or?
4: Well,
8: I always say, you know, if they make me a good offer, I can't refuse. I'll do it. <laughs> and I got you know some very nice theater projects but I never really quit doing music I I always recorded uh, w- with different uh, orchestras you know working for, on big galas uh, or you know these events and uh, so yeah I, I just at some point I stopped doing the, all the, the disco shows I was fed up with that you know doing the half playback uh, shows and uh, concentrated more uh Working on uh, doing a nice program with show show bands.
0: Well, as you mentioned, you've been releasing new music here over the last uh, couple of years. Uh, I guess what uh, made you decide to get back into the studio was that just um, maybe to see if uh, if you still had the magic there. Or-
8: I I I never thought of it uh, you know in in those terms it, it's you know you meet somebody and uh, like the guy I'm working with now Tim Tim Helmers I met him through Facebook I, I, I saw one of the songs he did with his band and I really liked the sound and and my new company Solaria said well talk about it's about time you you get a, a you know a band together you know so you could tour and. Um, and I said, well, okay, if I have a band, I want to have one, you know, that sounds like Tim's, you know, Solaria. And uh, so I got into contact with him. This is like two or three years ago. It was very, very new. And uh, yeah, and he, he jumped on board and said, yeah, let's meet. And then I got him together with Aviator, who's been a great support. And uh, at some point, you know, we said, hey, let's make some music together. And then we started writing music. So, you know, it, I, I, I think, you know, the good things in life, they, they come to you. You know, you don't always have to go searching for stuff, you know, or pushing it. You know, just just let, let it flow. Let the things come to you. <laughs> just keep the antennas open.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know you've uh, released a few singles here. Um, is there anything you're, you're working on now, music-wise? Or are you thinking of maybe doing another album or something like that?
8: Well, Aviator just released, uh, digitally, Rarities, and, uh, that is packed with 30 songs from, uh, from the very beginning in the seventies up till, up till the two thousands. So it's, it's really, it's kind of like an anthology. Uh, one of the first, not really the first song I ever wrote is on it and, uh, I, I always work with different artists and uh, and it's a nice spectrum. So uh, if if you want to my if you want to get into my musical history, uh, then just listen into the rarities, volume two.
0: <laughs> Excellent. And you mentioned uh, all, you know all the shows you used to play back in the day. Is that something maybe we could see again? Do you see yourself maybe getting back on the road with any of these new songs?
8: We're working on it. It, you know, it's always been a, a thing of uh, how many people can you get to the venues? Uh, I've had offers to come to the States, of course, but, you know, you don't bring a whole band, you know, and, and just to do one or two gigs, you know, sure. you, nobody can afford that anymore. So, but if you can, you know, if you have enough venues you could you could book, then it's worth it. And uh, But we're working on repertoire now, trying to get the show together, you know, trying to build up. Uh, the whole concept of it. And um, if things keep on going the way they are right now on YouTube, there's a very good
0: chance
8: uh, we might be coming next year.
0: Wonderful. Well, it sounds like you got a lot of stuff already you're working on. You mentioned the, the YouTube channel and new music. Is there anything else maybe in the works that we should be watching out for? <laughs> yeah.
8: <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're close to Taco Overkill. No, la- last summer, we brought a v- very, very late summer. We brought out a, a summer song, Hot Summer Jams, and which did very well. And we're going to uh, bring out the disco version. And that should really surprise everybody. We, we really dug deep into the 70s where I got started. And, uh, yeah, we really got the, a, a nice version of uh, Hot Summer Jams and that yeah that should be coming out then
0: excellent well it's been an honor speaking with you and i'm excited for the new stuff you've got in the works and i really appreciate your time again thank you so much i thank you and have a great day all right you too thanks a lot taco bye-bye and again that was the one and only taco and he's got new music coming up here you can find it all on his youtube page youtube.com slash at taco
7: My God, you fly thousands of miles to get some sun, and it's raining cats and dogs. Typical tropical. I go on vacation,
8: and Mother Nature gives up on me.
7: Yeah, what a lady. Thanks for at least sending it down preheated. Doesn't seem to bother the natives, though. Back home, it gets no one laughing. And here yeah, they even sing to it. Must be some voodoo rain chant or something. Hm. It sure sounds familiar Oh well I'm singing in the rain Just singing in the rain What a glorious feeling I'm happy again I'm laughing at clouds So dark up above The sun's in my heart Stormy clouds chase Everyone from the place Come on with the rain Got a smile on my face I walk down the lane With a happy refrain I'm singing, just singing
6: Good friends, Pat Boone here, and just like you, I am listening to and loving The Five Count. Stop what you're doing. Let's listen to The Five Count right now. On a day like today.
7: Soon, we'll be we without the moon I'm in a different tune And then... There may be teardrops to shed So while there's moonlight and music and love and romance Let's face the music and
5: dance,
7: dance and romance, let's face the music and dance, before the fiddlers have fled, before they ask us to pay the bill, and while you still have the chance, let's face the music and dance. Love and romance Let's face the music and- And to reach the highest peak But it doesn't thrill me half as much as dancing cheek to cheek Oh, I love to go fishing in a river or a creek But I don't enjoy it half as much as dancing cheek to cheek Dance with me, I want my arm about you The charm about you will carry me through to heaven speak, and I seem to find the happiness I seek, when we're out together dancing cheek to cheek, I don't want to climb no mountain, I don't want to swim no creek, all I ever want to do with you honey is dance cheek to cheek, dance This man, that freak, when he dance cheek to cheek, you pull real close to the one that you love. Slide and glide side by side through the night. Now Freddie took his chin and Judy took her jeans. And now they show, show the world back then How to dance with some steam So come on now, let me try it Good times guaranteed They just slide away to the tune today Cause man, that's what we need Life. Tell me what goes on in labs and surgeries. New tested mothers of a clumsy newborn child. Moral description, and minds who full of sin. Weird ideas that warp man's civil.
6: Larry Adams from NRBQ and you're listening to the
4: Five Counts.
7: You go where fashion sits, putting on the ritz. Different types who wear a day coat, pants with stripes, and away coat, oh, perfect fits. Putting on the ritz, dress up like a million dollar trooper, trying hard to look like Gary Cooper. Super <laughs> Mixed where Rockefellers walk with sticks or umbrellas in their midst. Putting on their <laughs> Putting on the ritz, Putting on the ritz, Putting on the ritz, Putting on the ritz, Down, down, up, uh, down, get your cakes at the ritz, Dining one, but not. Till now, the time is right for us and we can move, move to the rhythm, we can
5: move.
7: On, putting it on, putting it see, how about you and me,
0: Even cray-cray, if you think about it. Cray-cray. Hey, welcome back to the five count. Tun just finished putting on the Ritz.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did. That awesome. was our,
0: our exclusive interview with Taco.
1: I don't know why, I just think that that's such a good get. Taco on the program.
0: Well, I knew for episode 999, we needed a big guest. Yeah. And then Tun said... Bet you can't get Taco on the show. <laughs> Man, that is awesome. It's crazy. Out of the hundreds, probably north of a thousand guests we've had on this show over the years, this yeah. is like the guy. This is up there. Taco. Man. Wish I'd have known. I've had him on sooner. <laughs> oh, a ton. I have a... Very important question for you. Okay. Who do you think we were talking to or what do you think we were doing like um, 10 years ago? Oh, I have no idea. I could tell you if you want. Yeah, let's do it. Because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years and five-count history. Man. Yeah. It was October 5th, 2013. That was 10 years ago, Tom. That's crazy. Um, you weren't here. I wasn't? But uh, we did have an exclusive interview that you did take part in with actor Garrett Graham. You remember him? No. He was uh Beef in the film Phantom of the Paradise. Oh. Remember that? Yeah. He was in that movie Terror Vision.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. He was in
0: Used Cars. I know yeah. you love that movie. Love that movie. He was in Chopping Mall, for crying yes. out loud.
1: Yes, dude, classic.
0: He was the... Uh, voice of franklin and the tv show the critic Mm. remember the john lovitz cartoon a little bit well anyway garrett graham was on the show 10 years ago that's Uh, awesome also dreadbeat steve and i were on the show oh hanging out because you uh ditched us to go hang out at paisley park
1: Oh, that's what it, was! is that what it says on there for real? That was 10 years ago. 10 years ago is when I saw Prince? Wow. That was the night. Melanie, if you're listening out there, thank you so much. Thanks, Melanie, Whoever you are. Night I'll never forget. I don't know who you are, but. It's the girl I went to Paisley Park with.
0: Oh, Dreadbeat Steve, if you're out there listening, thanks, buddy. I'll never forget you. <laughs> For sitting oh. in with me after Ton said he wasn't coming. Yeah.
1: Melanie was a nice person. Yeah. Dreadbeat Steve was pretty nice, too. He's pretty good, but I mean.
0: I don't know if he's passed away since then. I haven't heard from him. But he didn't bring you to Paisley Park or anything. Nope. Did not go. I had other stuff going on that week. Man. But I won't bore you with that. That's crazy. Because that was ten years ago.
1: That's really something This is the 10 year anniversary of me seeing Prince That's crazy And the 10 year anniversary of me hanging out with
0: Dreadbeat Steve Almost equally as crazy Yeah, unbelievable Are you going to talk more about that or should we come back? We can come back Yeah, I just want to make sure we've got the right music playing so people don't get confused Yeah and we're back. And we're back. Hey, welcome back.
5: It's
1: we never laughed, but yeah, it's been a great night so far. Taco been, was on the program. Yeah, we did talk with Taco. I have no idea. I mean, Taco. I don't know why that seems like such a big deal to me. He was a big deal, man. It he is was.
0: Weird. He was in Germany when I talked to him. How do you feel about that? Technology, crazy, am I right? Uh, yes, you are right. Freaking taco, ton. If you want to talk to someone about taco, how could
1: they get in touch with you? Just call us up five zero seven five one nine twenty thirty. That's the five count hotline. Oh yeah, now I remember. You can text that
0: number. I did get a text sent to the hotline. From John in New Ulm. Oh, what a nice guy. He says, Five count. Did see new expendables. Yes, could have been better without the sly gap. Also, new members weren't really introduced. The previous three overall were better. It was 90 degrees outside, so for me, it was okay to watch. That's from the unofficial five-count movie critic, John Newell. P.S. Also, in a previous one, was Antonio Banderas, which was good. This one had actor kind of acting like him.
1: Mm. Love, John. Yeah, see, that's lame. You can't do a kind of like Antonio Banderas.
0: Is that how you pronounce
1: it? Antonio Benderas. Oh, sorry. I, I don't know how you pronounce it. I but. said that
0: like a fat white guy from the Midwest. Um, That guy is awesome. John from New Ulm?
1: Yes, and Antonio. Are they the same guy? I think he was, uh, maybe. I hope so. Because if so, then we're heading to New Ulm frigging right now. And Johnny-O from New ulm <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, I thought I had something there, but. That would be awesome. That was dumb. I'm What's sorry. What's your
1: favorite Antonio Banderas movie?
0: Uh, you know, that one that he did with the guy. There was a thing that happened. Okay, you've I, never seen any I it. I couldn't tell you a single movie. John and <laughs> New
1: Ulm, if you've seen some, please let me know what your favorite film is with Antonio. What are you saying? You've never, you can't think of a single movie with him in it?
0: He was in The uh, Expendables Part 3.
1: What are you talking about right now? talking about how I don't know.
0: Don't know what's You've happening.
1: You've not even seen... What? Like what? Like Desperado? I thought, I thought everybody saw that. I probably did. I don't think it had like a real profound effect on my life. Really? I thought for sure you were going to say Assassins. Nope. Never seen it. You've never seen that. Antonio and Sly? That's the only movie that you should watch with Antonio and Sly in it. Wait, she was in Madonna's Truth or Dare, right? He was, yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. Madonna wanted him hardcore, but he had a nice wife already and said, no thanks. Bummer. Yeah. So I guess I would say
0: Madonna's Truth or Dare. Yes. Okay. That's my favorite
1: Antonio Banderas film. (laughs) That's ridiculous. What, that counts? I'm saying assassins.
0: You can say whatever you want. It's all nonsense if you ask me. Wait, I saw that Mexico movie where he had a once upon a time in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the that's the like the like third installment, I think. Wait, he was the voice of that cat in that Shrek movie. I think I saw that too. Boots sure you liked that he was in a spongebob movie he didn't tell me he was in all my favorite animated films
1: yeah well now i'm back on on the train how did you just miss out on an an, and on antonio (laughs) i can't even say his name now how did you miss out on all that that guy is awesome
0: i guess i was busy
1: seems ridiculous
0: I was watching old episodes of Good Times instead. Okay. It happens. Indeed it does. What's your favorite
1: episode of Good Times? No, I haven't seen it. Are you kidding me right now? I've seen some Good Times back in the day. Like probably reruns in the 80s or something. How have you gone through life and you just missed Good Times? I did miss it 100%. I just don't continue to watch it. Oh, so that's okay for you, but not for me. Precisely.
0: It's temporary layoffs, Tom. <laughs> Easy credit
5: ripoffs.
1: Okay. Have you really been watching Good Times recently? Sure, why not? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but...
0: People like Good Times. Yeah. It was on for six seasons.
1: It was Dino May Yeah, man. Is it pretty funny? Is it everything you remember? I mean, it's no five count, but it's pretty good. How is it in comparison to Sanford and Sons?
0: Not as good as Sanford and Sons, but that isn't fair. That's like all-time best show. Okay. But it does have the dad from Coming to America in it.
1: Okay. That's good. Which dad? Like the King or the McDowell's dad? No, McDowell's. Okay. Not James
0: Earl Jones. Yeah. Yeah. That's I know nice. who that is.
1: Okay. I don't think
0: James Earl Jones was in Good Times, but uh, Janet Jackson was. Really?
1: So think about that. As like a little girl.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Regular regular occurrence. Um, she
0: was part of the main cast towards the okay. end.
1: Okay. Cool.
0: She had a crush on JJ Walker. Really, I mean, but who doesn't? That's yeah, that's true.
1: He was dynamite. He was dynamite. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember the show being bad. I just haven't watched it in recent years. Do you think we should do a? Yes. All right.
0: Next week, folks, a good times watch along podcast starring Ton. I would love it. He he agreed to it. Uh, We're going to have to do one episode a week for the next four years. (laughs) Just get them all complete. Glad that you were able to get through it all. Commit to that. Sure. What should we do
1: now? I don't know. I thought you had something lined up. I mean, I have a song maybe. 13 songs or just like. Just a real quick one here. Okay. Before we go. Like a
0: 13-minute song? No, that'd be ridiculous. Well, I mean, what it, though? It's much, much too long. What if it was Ted Nugent? What if Ted Nugent was me? What if I'm Ted Nugent? I mean, <laughs>
1: that'd be pretty sweet. Think kinda. about that. Or maybe it wouldn't be very sweet. What if I have a crossbow in my trunk? Oh, that'd be awesome. You think we could shoot some water balloons or something? Maybe a great white buffalo. I don't want to shoot a buffalo, really, though. Not even a great white one? No, like, I'm thinking like a watermelon or, you know, something. What about a mediocre tan-colored one? I don't really want to shoot any buffalo at
0: all. Mediocre tan-colored buffalo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 at this stage in life, I'm more interested in just, like, looking at the buffalo, you know? <clears throat> so what can we shoot? I told you, like a watermelon, water balloons, watercress, a pond full of water. It has to just be
0: something wet. (laughs) Needs to be shot. (laughs) Why is that?
1: Why does it have to be something wet? I mean, I just—it's just what came to mind, and I went with it. You know what I mean? I I figure the wetness would slow the arrow down, and you'd be able to retrieve it easily, and you know.
0: I think it'd be easier to (laughs) retrieve if you shot a buffalo with it.
1: Well, I mean, I guess that is kind of a giant wet bag of flesh, but... Man, it's settled. What the hell are you even talking about? (laughs) I don't... You said you had a crossbow. No, I said I have a song to play. And your dad was Ted Nugent. You're the
0: one who's talking about shooting...
1: Water watercress, Yeah. Something.
0: Watercress. I don't know what that
1: even means. <laughs> it's a plant. You can eat. It's pretty good.
0: People make sandwiches out of that? You can. You just put it in stir fry or something. Is that what you do? Watercress. Don't you eat any normal things? I have done it. Do you ever just make a sandwich? No. No. You ever just like come home from work and sit down and have a nice hot pocket?
1: No. No, never. I haven't done that. I haven't eaten a Hot Pocket in 20 years or more, probably. I didn't know. You you had passed away so long ago. Uh, The only way I eat sandwiches really is uh, typically every once in a while, the family has grilled cheese and tomato soup or possibly a BLT. But to buy bread for me to eat is kind of more expensive. So just... On being frugal, I typically say, "Just nah, that's fine," because I feel like it's ridiculous to spend five to seven dollars on a loaf of bread.
0: So you just eat the BLT parts without anything?
1: I do it around as a, them. I do it as a salad. Put, put a bunch of lettuce in a bowl, and then tomatoes and bacon on there. So then that isn't a sandwich, John. That's a salad. A bacon lettuce tomato salad. Yeah. It's fine. It's good. But the grilled cheese, if I do that, it's only one option. I have to have the bread. Get the bread, then. Do it for that.
0: I don't know what to even say anymore.
1: Well, I don't really eat the bread a lot. I don't really eat bread. It's not real. I don't know. I mean, what's the problem? I don't even know where to start. Like, tonight, the family wanted to have hot dogs. My daughter really wanted to have hot dogs. So I just ate the hot dog, no bun. Had a broccoli salad on the side there.
0: What goes into a broccoli salad?
1: This one uh, had broccoli, celery, uh, dried cranberries, raisins, sunflower seeds. You know, that sort of thing with like a sweet onion dressing.
0: And you purposely put all these things in the same container?
1: Yeah. Huh. Strange. Strange. It's kind of it is kind of strange because we also recently had a quinoa cranberry salad, which is similar. It had quinoa in there, and then celery and dried cranberries. And yeah, I don't know what that is. Walnuts, pecans. Listen, Tom, you don't know what quinoa is. It's a I don't know food, what Gus. you're
0: saying at all for a good ten minutes. <laughs> How about I just play that song? All right. Hey, we're back Oh yeah Ton spouted off even more nonsense During that musical break
1: <laughs> You asked me you, Well you said You requested information And I elaborated okay
0: It's more dumbfounded than a request Okay That's fine Ton the show's over Really? Episode number 999 It went by that quick It's in the books Unbelievable It's been good we had taco on the show. Pretty awesome. You know, the singer, Taco? Yeah. He was putting on the Ritz. I'm familiar. We should have eaten tacos. ton. you can't have tacos. Yeah, I can. I mean, like
1: actual normal person tacos. I can. Normal I, tacos do have corn tortillas. I can eat those. I'll eat them. What goes in your taco? And whatever, meat, lettuce, the same. I can get tacos at Taco John's weird or Dried
0: whatever. cranberries and kitty litter no. and figs. I can eat
1: sticks. whatever. I can eat <laughs> figs and sticks, yeah. I don't really eat figs. Anymore. Whatever weirdos eat. I'm just saying, I can eat tacos, like, no problem. Well, can you
0: stay tuned for the true punks doing electro? Oh, yeah. I know you can. In the meantime, you could join us at the 5 it's a website. Not the best one, but I've seen worse. It's pretty good. There's a lot of old shows on there. Maybe you want to listen to one. You probably do. Just go ahead and do it. Just put it on in the background. You don't have to really pay attention. Yeah. Just listen to it. You could join us on Patreon if you like to pay attention to us. We have even more stuff to pay attention to over there. It's probably the best value In entertainment today Is it really?
1: Probably is actually I doubt it
0: but It's okay if you just spout off
1: stuff like that isn't it? (laughs) It is yeah
0: Nobody's fact checking I don't think they are I don't know You do get early access to this show And our YouTube shows And bonus shows And old classic shows So many shows
1: You won't even know what to do with all those shows It's a lot of stuff you could get caught up listening to five-count related material for years. Or you could just join us, and as long as you keep your
0: credit card up to date on file, you don't have to listen to any of it at all. I don't care.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. We do appreciate you, though. Those of you on Patreon, we really do appreciate you. You are the best.
0: Ton, it's been great. It's been really good.
1: Uh, I don't know if you
0: aware, but next week will be episode 1,000. Oh, yeah. 1,000 episodes. It's going to be amazing. Do you think we should have cake? Uh, maybe. Or maybe a balloon? Sure. Maybe you'd like to send us some stuff? Let me know. Send also, us a message. We'll set up a drop-off.
1: I also just want to say really quick. Uh, Tomorrow is my son's birthday. That's when he's actually going to be, too. So in case someday you're listening to this, happy birthday, Sibelius. Oh. I love you.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: Awesome. Anyway.
0: Um, Today is also Ashley Burke's birthday. Yes, it is.
1: And Front Desk Rachel's birthday. Wow. And my birthday. It is not your birthday. So how do you like that? I... Don't like you trying to take the spotlight off of those nice ladies. Happy birthday, gals. Maybe we should just leave if that's how you're going to be. I think we should, probably. You've overstayed your welcome anyway.
5: Good night, Ramazar.